Hey, how's it going? We're back already. It's whoa! It's already been seven days, seven full days since our life since our lives changed forever. I've been having an elf withdrawal. Yeah, I I haven't because I've been uh, just constantly thinking about Alf. So have you just dove in and like binge watched? No, 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 no. Because I don't want to spoil anything for. Because yeah. I want to be. I want it to be fresh. You don't want all those major plot developments to get spoiled. There is some, uh, some like some plot, some development that happens later. I think, I think I remember there's an episode where Lucky dies. <laughs> how does he die i no. <laughs> well it it i know what you're thinking that alf yeah. murdered and ate him but i i'm pretty sure he just died of old age and then it was just like that was a, just a piece of continuity from there on out where alf so did uh, the, lucky the real was on the cat show die because i noticed in this episode lucky doesn't lucky don't look too good yeah lucky looks really old I, it seems like it was short-sighted to cast that old for a cat on tv they didn't, they didn't think it would last, and they were like, oh, shit, we should, <laughs> we should have got a younger cat. <laughs> yeah, this, there's no way this puppet show is going anywhere. Let's just, this 15-, 16-year-old cat should be fine. Or they might, they might have had to, like, break open the, like, do not break in case of low ratings, Alf eats a cat episode, but it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> a very special episode it's, it's handled very tastefully <laughs> they're all very special episodes yeah it's about really kind of respecting other people's cultures even if they're repugnant to us welcome mike mm. thank you thanks for having me again welcome audience to <laughs> the second episode of our alf podcast now titled alf is back in pod form very good that was I'm glad the, that, I'm glad that stuck. Yeah, I'm glad it was really a, a stroke of genius when I came up with that name. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> just, I don't know. I was, I was I was praying, and I saw a light, and then I had the name, and that was that's the end of the story. Yeah, that well, was a good. It was a good story. I remember when you were praying. I could see it very well through through the, your microphone. This is Byron Hussey. I'm joined by Mike Vianswavec. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Eight, how, 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 out of ten, how many? How many would you rate that? Number? I'll give it like a like a solid A, not like an A plus or minus, but like an A. Apparently, the name's extremely old, from what I what I understand. Like hundreds to one thousand years old is the longest it's shown yeah. up in books of history. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. The name Hussey. Definitely, definitely, you know, uh, longer than than it took Alf to get to Earth. Well, we don't we don't even know like how. Oh, we haven't got to that episode is. yet, have we? Have we? Is that is that covered? The duration of his trip? It might be. I mean, it should be, but who knows? I, I mean, I feel like they should have covered it, but they didn't. I'm expecting it to be covered. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But, I mean, this show was made in, what, 1986? 86, yeah. Yeah. By the way, the name Hussey is uh, 10 million years old. So yeah. I win. Sorry. What? <laughs> are, you, are you even <laughs> this trying? This was a contest? I mean, if you, know, if you come from a certain frame of mind and approach to life, then everything's a little bit of a contest, you know? Everything, yeah. Okay. Well, you can have it. Thanks. 
today's episode is due to an error on my part, actually, the 11th episode of ALF. That's a, half of our listeners. They're, <laughs> they're going to drop this. That's it. Like that, everybody immediately watched the second episode. Yeah. Those I mean, two guys, one of them's going to be like, really? They're not going in order? The other guy's yeah. like, eh, it's not that important. The problem with podcasts is like you can only listen to them once and at a specific time. So if you prepped for this by watching the second epi- episode of ALF, um, and, and we're hoping for us to talk about that, then you, 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 you have failed. Because yeah, we're going to have to retcon some stuff. Well, due to, I mean, I admit that this is my error. But the thing is that I don't want to say how I got the episodes that I have. It was, it was legal. And it was through Absolutely. just sort of a, you know, kind of just a convoluted series of events that I have these, these sort of ripped DVD files from, you know, ALF episodes that I own legally. Yeah. But, you know, those, uh, it was like a, a stocking stuffer you received. Yeah. Yeah. And I used my legal exercise, my legal prerogative to rip the episodes from the DVD and for some reason, the the individual episode files, the 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 file name for this episode was Alf S zero one E zero two. So I thought, you know, idiot over here. I thought that one might, might two mean comes after one. Right? It was <laughs> season one, episode two, and lo and behold, I go to the the official episode listing. Um, I think on Hulu or something, and that. It turns out that this was actually the eleventh episode of the season. Uh, so this is episode eleven, but let's let's just pretend it's the second one because I mean it looks like it really? is the one they shot second to me. Everybody looks about one episode older. Yeah, and um, this was originally aired. This originally aired December eighth, nineteen eighty six. Was this part of the whole TGIF lineup? Like, what did what channel did this air on? Do you remember? Is that information I, available? I don't think it was on the TGIF. I think TGIF was ABC. Okay. And I think this might have been NBC. Either that or CBS. But I didn't do that research. You caught me with my pants down, and I'm humiliated. Well, I, tell, I, tell us what you did. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea when, what channel this what, was on. What you know, successful acting careers did this episode launch? Let me just give a quick summary of the episode, just so, to kind of like bring. It doesn't require much of a summary. The episode um, starts with the Tanners talking about going on vacation. They are afraid to leave Alf at home alone because they think he'll burn down the house. And to be fair, he does almost burn the ha- down the house in so, the, in the yeah. first scene. Um, so it's, they're not just t- being total assholes again. They, like There's some empirical evidence that this might actually occur. <laughs> and <laughs> has possibly occurred in the past. Yeah. And um, so they decide inst- to, they, they, they want to go to San Diego for some reason, but instead they end up going camping. So they bring Alf out camping with them in the woods, and it turns out to be a rainy weekend. So they just uh, hunker down and get bored, 
Alf starts a fight with Willie, and Willie kind of throws Alf out, and Alf proceeds to get lost in the woods, stumbles upon a, a cabin with two sort of yokels. Fine woodsmen. Uh, yeah. Uh, sort of salt-of-the-earth type, um, sort of strapping, burly men. Um, and the the men, you know, basically, they're kind of like dumb hicks, so they want to uh, eat Alf. Willie gets guilted, guilt-tripped into fi- rescuing Alf. He wanders around until he finds him, and then he uh, rescues Alf from the hunters. And then um, apparently Alf burns down the camper, uh, but we don't we don't see that 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 that's an anecdote um, that happens later on. Yeah, um, and that's nobody the end. would want to see that. The the episode actually ends on they're watching a slideshow of this uh, of this trip. Yeah, and that's that's it. Okay, so and the and the the two woodsmen are special guest stars. One of them was is actually a prolific. This is just intentional. <laughs> Silence. Suspense. <laughs> Mickey Jones. So he's a. You'd recognize him if you saw him, but he's a big burly guy with a big red beard, and he's been in like hundreds of TV shows. Uh, he was in the movie Total Recall, uh, Blade, uh, Sling Blade. Sorry, not Blade starring Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different. <laughs> well, I just read that, and I was like, why not? Well, he could be in Blade too. He might have been. We don't know. And he's like one of those guys that he's just like plays the burly tough uh, that you don't want to mess with. Kind of like the, the scary white man. Yeah. Um, he was also in JAG. JAG, Advocate General. Is that what that stands for? That's That was a t- military uh, court TV show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. I didn't know it had yeah. such like a dry, like legalistic name. Exactly. Jag sounds a lot cooler though. Yeah, I thought it was like it's a, better if you don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, I thought that it was like a the name of like a really cool airplane or something. It could be. Like this is the Jag. Yeah. It's got eight eight kind of missile. Not seven. That wouldn't be cool enough. The other hunter was played by Sam Whipple. He's dead. Oh. That's He's unfortunate. Died. What I happened? Know. Didn't say, and I, you know, I actually Googled it, but then I got distracted. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, the first result was a different Sam Whipple. So, if I don't get my, you know, my hit on Google in the first result, so he I, lives on in Alf episode <laughs> season one, number eleven, possibly two. Yeah, he was also in um, the movie The Rock with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, well, that's that's a bit more high profile. I don't know. Uh, they're, honest, they're about the same level. Well, he looks a little bit like Nicolas Cage. I feel like maybe he was like a stunt double or a stand-in or something. <laughs> but he, <laughs> but I, I guess that gets top billing. And he was also in The Doors and, um, I don't know, some other stuff. Okay. And now well, he's, he's had a, a very robust acting career. Yeah, and he's, he's had a uh, starring role the past 17 years in a, in a grave okay know? and uh <laughs> in a hole in the ground he's you can go visit you can go see him every every night is there. this a permanent re- residency uh it, it will last as long as the planet earth okay uh, so not you know indefinite 
some at some point the 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 soil that he ultimately decomposes into will be sort of obliterated by the um you're not going to miss him you're not going to show the, up and be by like, the expansion oh, sorry, of he's the not sun. here anymore yeah he's in jersey that's a, that's the the thing about um dying which i mean this is maybe a little bit more of it but like it's sort of like Some you don't things about it uh, let's assume that you don't like experience ever anything ever again after death yeah. right so if you take that as a as a granted it's like as soon as you die you might as well just fast forward to the end of the universe you know like boop done. As far as yeah, but it, you don't know what happens then, or you might. So that's that's our those those are the careers that this episode launched, and you're not stuck in like Alf Purgatory, just <laughs> listening to Willie Tanner scream over and over. Um, I mean, you can't prove that you're you're not that. It could be. It looks like Sam Whipple was also in Airheads, starring uh, Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser. Adam Sandler was in Airheads. Yeah. Wow. This shows shows what I know about his movies. He's one of the titular Airheads. Okay. And the, I'll Steve take B- your word for it. Is uh, Brendan Fraser and Steve Buscemi are both the other Airheads. <laughs> what an all-star! That guaranteed hit. That must have been. Yeah. I actually never saw it, but it was probably fine. It's okay. Uh, a little bit more trivia for you, unless you want to get right into the episode here. No, uh, I. this trivia is interesting. I think last week you asked if Alf had ever appeared in any other television shows. Right. And I did the homework. Oh, And I got I had an answer for you. Impressive. Um, you get a star. Alf appeared that A in... may become an A+. <laughs> the A as in Alf... <laughs> as an alien yes um alf appeared in season two uh season uh season two episode of matlock <laughs> okay uh, i wasn't expecting something like that but all right yeah just like in, in the back like in a picture frame or did he have like a speaking role i um i only read this one bullet point i don't have any further information i mean i i could have done a little bit more digging but it's like how we're gonna how, have to find that episode of Matlock. How far down this rabbit hole? Can this could I go? be. This could be some. This could be just the beginning of something. Well, I even had the thought that I could probably pull some like sound clips from it, but it was like it sounded like way too much trouble. Oh, <laughs> it's I, not worth that amount of trouble. Well, because well, then see, it's we like we gotta see if this thing has any any legs. Well, you're gonna you're gonna want me to do you would you would have wanted me to do the same thing for the next one too, and then suddenly I'm I'm scouring the internet for like. Three hours of of disparate Alf footage from different different programs. Well, what else are you gonna do on the internet for three hours? Come on, I did, you know I only have so many hours in the day. Um, yeah. uh, he also appeared in an episode of Blossom. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it was an episode called The Geek. That's and, less surprising. And he appears as the guardian to the gates of heaven in Blossom's dream and denies her entrance into heaven <laughs> upon. Um, breaking the eleventh commandment that states, "Thou shalt not geek." Wow, what kind of episode was that? That that doesn't sound like a very positive message. Well, geek is like, isn't that one of those people that bites the heads off of chickens? Yeah, that it's used in a kind of crazy person type of way. 
And there's also like a hired geek. It's a hired geek. Hmm. I don't know. I just know it from... From Blossom? From Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... He's like on the... I don't know. He's like trying to get into a hotel. And he's like, we're just hired geeks. Okay. Well, uh, well, well, it'll be a homework assignment. Yeah, I can't, I could Google it. I just can't. Like, I'm in an awkward angle for my keyboard. It's not gonna bother. That's unfortunate. Also, in an episode of Love Boat, the next wave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's romantic. Called. Welcome to the Love Boat. There was also a throwaway line in this episode which referenced uh, the Love Boat. Um, oh really? So there was a bit of a tie-in then, or a little nod, bit, perhaps a, a little you know, nod, a seed planted for a future guest spot on Love Boat. I think I think television between like the years you know nineteen sixty-eight and nineteen eighty-four or eighty, let's say eighty-seven was like a really like really like incestuous in crowd of like. It's just a big boys club. Yeah, just like like you know like just like old men in like cigarette suits you know what like yeah. producing the love boat <laughs> I wonder what alf smells like like does he smell like an ashtray i guess i'm are you asking what alf the creature smells like or alf the puppet we could we could ask both well we in, ask both. in the early the early Please tell me you actually have some information. (laughs) I know. I mean, initially, Alf was supposed to be like a drinker, and they they had to tone it down. So he might smell like a little boozy because I imagine he remained a drinker, but they just they didn't show it. You know. Well, we know what he smells like from the beginning of the episode, anyways. Probably like burnt peanut butter. Yeah. (laughs) Probably, uh, probably a little bit like wet, like dog, I guess, too. Yeah. I I actually am willing to bet real dollars that it's going to come up at some point. <laughs> Let's keep an eye out, keep an ear out for the Alf smell metaphor that we might get in some. Well, write episode. it down on my uh, my little Alf notebook here that absolutely <laughs> exists in front of me at this at this moment. What does Alf smell like? <laughs> Alf Willie comes into the room and is like, what smells like? Shit and onions. <laughs> oh, it's just Alf. Yeah. Um, Alf also was a semi-regular on the Hollywood Squares. Oh, okay. That must have been a very uncomfortable square. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> well, I, I wonder if he was in, like, a high square or low square, because presumably there was also, like, a puppeteer below him. Yeah. Like, just, like, crammed in an air duct. <laughs> I always kind of want to like if, like if I you know you get onto like the set of Alf and he's like cracking wise to it's like hey Alf why don't you like come out here and like come out from behind that tablecloth like no I'm fine I'm fine back here like oh because you're not real it's a man yeah like I'm not buying it pal yeah if you you know if we gotta move we gotta oh that means you gotta hire this guy and that's an extra I don't know however minutes he gets paid for for screen time. Well, if I'm there, they can't cut to the midget. Like, the midget would have to, like, they would have to put, like, a bag over my head. And, <laughs> and, like, ruin the illusion. and then, like, hide oh, no, out. He's not actually real. And then bring in the midget. And then I would try to talk to him and realize that, like, its mouth didn't move. And I'd be like, what's, what's going on, guys? This isn't the same creature. 
yeah. wouldn't You're fool me. You're trying to pull, pull something on me? Yeah. So uh, just quickly, uh, we're, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, 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 the full extent of his, um, his television career. He was actually in a, uh, a TV commercial in the early 2000s for, I don't know if you had these in Canada, but there was a brief period where we had these like weird, um, long distance lines you could dial. Um, okay. there was one called 10, 10, 220. Oh yeah. Do you remember I'm those? I'm familiar with those. There's a lot of like, uh, television crossover yeah. i guess given that we're so close to the border so we yeah, have a lot of american channels of course yeah i remember uh the 10 10 i think i think i th- i think it was like you could call long distance without having like a long distance service or something I yeah mean, it was like a rather than signing up for something you'd get that and pay probably more than you would having your own long distance service but less than you would just straight up call yeah so it was like it was something that just was completely antiquated by cell phones, like immediately. So why not get an antiquated spokesperson? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time it, it was like the they hot know their thing. demographic. The only people with telephones and landlines are people that probably watched Alf. Yeah. He he actually appeared in a ten ten two twenty telephone service commercial with Steelers quarterback Terry Bradshaw and wrestling legend Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so that was that was I, they're counting that as one of his tv appearances that's just a TV. that's a slam dunk advertising campaign yeah and then that was like early 2000s and then we have to skip all the way to 2007 where alf appeared as the tv icon of the week on the o'reilly factor oh wow so i guess alf is like famous for his vitriolic right like talking views. role kind of you know, guest of the evening. Well, the, I mean, like it's O'Reilly Factor, so he probably came on and was like talking about like welfare queens and like <laughs> like banning banning gays from going to hospitals with with normals, as he puts it. Is this something that I should be putting into Al's mouth, or is this? <laughs> well, <laughs> am I going to get a libel? Bill's suit from... mouth, Al's mouth. Same thing. From Paul Fusco. I don't, Bill would be fine with it. Be like, yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, well, does, does Alf share Paul's views or, or does he, you know, put on Paul's or, or Bill's? Paul Fusco? Paul, yeah, Paul and Alf. Yeah. Do they, do they have common, you know, uh, political views or not? I don't know, man. That's a really like, deep metaphysical question. And the last, the last appearance of Alf on TV. <coughs> I, this might be wrong. I don't know. This might be out of date, but it was in 2011. He, he was on Good Morning America during their totally awesome 80s week. Well, he'll be back. Well, not just in in pod form. There, there was rumors of an Alf movie for a long time, and another one. Yeah, and it was going to be like Sony Sony Picture Studios bought the rights. And they were gonna do it like with the guy that directed like the recent Smurfs movie. Oh, 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 God. Okay. And they, I, I was, was gonna say if they made a Garfield movie, an Alf movie, it's you know it's gonna happen some. Yeah, someday. but it, it would be it would be similar to that, like a partially computer generated Alf, do it in like a more like modern adventure or something. But it just sounds like really bad, you know, like. 
Are movies. you kidding? Those I movies, wouldn't want to see that. Those movies suck. Like, they're just so <laughs> stupid. Like the the stupid Smurf. It's like <laughs> the those movies give me the feeling like they get just the idea of like sticking your finger in your throat and wanting to throw up. That's kind of, that's what I get from looking at like a poster for the Smurfs movie. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like if I could like somehow thread some some barbed wire through my urethra. Yeah. And like pull it out my asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get into the uh the episode. Let's wait. Hold on. Let me, I got a. Uh, I got a. I got a sound clip to play here. Stick that image in your noggin. What's up, babe? Let me know when this gets irritating, okay? <laughs> Way ahead of you. Well, how's Oscar's hernia? Is that you, Mr. President? Give me the fire department, or the police, or the paramedics. Yeah, let me speak to Jody. Have you seen Merv lately? Okay, okay. Wait, I'll turn it off. I just can't find it. It's going to go on forever. (laughs) (laughs) I got, got like, one of those uh, ALF soundboards, but... It's like oh, there's got to be an Alf soundboard. There like is old Flash one. That's no, no, they I killed was... Flash though. So I'm well, that's be... what I was playing just there. Did, could you not hear it? Yeah, that's that what was, it was. That wasn't just a wow. No, I was well, playing it over the YouTube video. But the problem is that like the soundboard was designed to do like crank calls with, so it's all like like really generic like stuff where you can sort of like pretend yeah. you're Alf on the other line, like um, like. I'm a friend of Dorothy Helligan's. Hilarious. It's like so specific. Huh? Yeah. I'm selling cosmetics. So like... <laughs> those, those, pranks, those people being pranked won't know what hit them. Yeah, it's not like classic lines. It's just like very, very utilitarian. Yeah. The person on the other end is going to be like, are you sure you have the right number? Like, $11,000. It's a very $11,000. Alf, how much do you did you um did you spend on crack cocaine last year? $11,000. That actually doesn't sound like that much money for a bad crack habit. Can you report that on your uh your your tax on your taxes? Yeah, Alf, can you report it on your taxes? You want to hug me, don't you? No. It's a non sequitur, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Alf, um, uh, what should I call you? Sancho Panza. Oh, Sancho Panza. Okay. <laughs> um, That's a lot better than Alf. It's better than, uh, than Gordy. I don't know. Gordy's uh, kind of growing on me. Gord- is Gordy or Gordon? I was trying to remember. It's Gordon. I've already forgotten. It's, well, it's Gordon, but like Gordy for short, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into this. We're, I think, 35 minutes in here. Fortunately, there's very little to actually discuss. Fortunately, this. yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a very uh, cut-and-dry kind of episode. Te- a tepid outing. So the, so the opening scene, um, Alf is asking for a casserole dish because he wants to, to cook Lucky, and Kate's like spraying plants with like an aerosol 
Um, do people um, actually do that? I did. I did remember that that was pretty big in the eighties. I remember having like aerosol, like spray bottles around, sort of like or whatever. Because like you had to keep like your hair poofy at all times. Yeah, so and your cool. plants poofy. Yeah, well, it was you know it's like just a multi-tool of the eighties. The spray bottle it was for hair, for plants. That whole decade, you can blame the spritzer bottle on, right? Yeah, Willie's like droning on about. He's like he he sounds pretty high. <laughs> he's just like talking out loud to himself about going Compared to San Diego. To usual, yeah. He's like, he's like, well, San Diego, there's a a lot to do there, and um. He uh he mentions that the Love Boat's Bernie Koppel is playing Hamlet. Um, oh yeah, that was the that in, was a tie-in. San Diego, oh, and um. I looked up who Bernie Koppel was, <laughs> and the first thing that came up was Bernie Koppel, most perverted interview ever. <laughs> and he just well, came. I don't know. Now who, it's really surprising that they didn't go on that vacation. Yeah, it's like, and I this, this clip is just like him. I don't know if I should even play it. It's like a minute and fifteen seconds long. It's like precious time. But what I've been doing, I'm very excited about, is doing a play called Viagra Falls. So this, that's probably the play that um, Willie's talking about, right? Okay. Because he was just saying that, like, uh, Bernie Koppel's doing Shakespeare or Hamlet, so maybe yeah. this is his follow-up from, like, Hamlet. Viagra Falls. Not Cialis Falls, not, not any of those other things, but Viagra Falls. And we've been doing it in Canada. And it's going to New York. Canada. Did you see it? Uh, y no. Because you're in Canada, so stands to figure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you would assume that anything that comes through here goes through me, right? Yeah, you're the, you're like the the filter, like the Canada. I may have seen it, but my memory is not too great. You're sort of like the 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 grate that like the hair catches on before it enters Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah, the little one you can pull out. Yeah, and, you know, so it's it's easy to clean. So it's like you don't have, like big, like chunks of Bernie Koppel floating down your drain. It just took me yeah, like five seconds to know that you weren't joking. Like I was like, oh, he really is telling the truth. I'm completely serious. And so it's only in Canada now? No, well, we did it in Calgary and then Toronto, and uh, we're going to be doing it in New York. Oh, uh, exciting! In July. I'm I'm not I'm even sure if this is a real thing either. I didn't Google it. <laughs> Because I feel like he's just like sexually harassing this woman. I feel like that's all this is. Is just like he's just trying to get her number. Like you know, like there's certain types of old men who are just like kind of perverted, but everybody thinks it's kind of cute. Yeah, but it's like it's not cute for them. They really are th like get like erections and like thinking about these <laughs> these young dames. I'm excited. I'm sure you're gonna get a rise out of us. Whoa. Oh, you are a dreadful human being. <laughs> I'm pretty grossed out on myself on that. Get a, get a rise, get a rise out of Viagra. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> Huge waste of time. Are you sure that was a? Well, there's, all, there's still somehow creative. a full thirty seconds of this video, so I'll, I think I'll spare spare you. So that's right. love both Bernie Koppel is apparently doing Hamlet. In, you can uh, you can Santiago. throw the link in the description. For That's those, a good idea. Those interested, I will. 
it's going to get a huge traffic spike. Bernie Copples. I think he's still alive, too, so that's good for him. Yeah, I guess. So Alpha's trying to cook Lucky. He asks if he can eat peanut butter, and, uh, and Kate's like, don't get any hair in it, you, you fucker. And <laughs> meanwhile, he, Kate clearly is like, had some hair problems of her own, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, she probably dealt with that with Willie in the past. Yeah. Not an issue anymore. She's, I mean, like, I don't know if her hair is, like, falling out, but it looks like she has, like, a helmet of hair. If it isn't, now that Alf's there, it sure is. Yeah. She's just driving her, her crazy. She can't put up with this shit anymore. So how long until she cracks? Like, when is the the pivotal episode where she just... She can't have it anymore. Well, yeah, honestly, she was she was all right in this episode. Like, I was sort of surprised. I remember her being just constantly negative, but you know, there were some moments in this episode where she actually kind of stuck up for Alf. And honestly, I thought she was looking pretty good. Like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I I thought she was like a, actually kind of kind of looking pretty good. Yeah, in this it wasn't episode. like, like kind of super eighties, just over the top style. It was like very presentable. Yeah could pass in multiple decades yeah it wasn't like and she didn't seem like she had like the full weight of the world on her shoulders so she seemed like a little bit up you know yeah i feel like she's probably like bipolar in real life (laughs) (laughs) channeling that not intentionally i feel like it's just sort of like you don't know which which and should you're gonna get on any given day whether you're gonna get like up like crazy Good time and Shadeen are like way down. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill my kids in the bath. And like, I feel like the director's pretty easygoing, so whatever, whatever she brings that no. day will be all right. The directors. So that's uh, so they Alf starts a grease fire, um, and he ca- he catches on fire, which we don't get any payoff from. Like with any like horrible disfiguring burn scars or anything. He was wearing gloves or something, right? He was wearing gloves, yeah, but like he's made of, he he makes a joke that he's ninety five percent hair. Yeah, um, he very well could be. We don't know how heavy he is. I mean, you saw when, like later on, clamped to Willie's leg. He yeah. he seemed to get around with relative ease. Yeah, like a uh, like a like a face hugger or like a Metroid. <laughs> um, so that's that's that we cut the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't bother playing the credits again this time. I feel like dancing with the, you know, dancing with the devil there. Gonna get a knock on the door. It's gonna be Paul Fusco, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a sack full of Alf paperweights. He's just primed and waiting for some kind of new like Alf fan content. I'm pretty sure he's already <laughs> listened to this. He keeps like an Alf butterfly knife in his boot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if he actually listens to this someday, I'm gonna be very scared. (laughs) He no, he'll he'll be flattered. He loves it. Loves stuff. Uh, And then we cut to this. The next scene is uh, Willie is saying grace, and he looks just like high as fuck. Like, and again, the laugh track is very inappropriately timed. It doesn't even sound like real laughs. Like it, like you know how most of the time, at least, like it sounds like they recorded a real audience at some point. This one sounds like they like. You got like a foley guy 
<laughs> to like <laughs> simulate laughter. How many laughs can you do? Using like a bag of pistachios. Oh, I forgot my laugh tracks at home today. <laughs> Shit. It's like if you take this turkey call and you submerge it under in this fish tank, it kind of sounds like people laughing. Yeah. It's good you enough. You can pass. Nobody will notice. And then re- like put it, record that on like a Casio and then like you can, you know how you, you can like play the sample and it like pitches up and down like yeah. <laughs> my my own Foley effects there. Nice. Alf eats his own hair. Um really refers to Kate as Alf's mother, which is another example of them sort of infantilizing him. Um and they call off their vacation because they don't want Alf. They're afraid of Alf burning the house down. Who took care of the cat? That maybe that's why Lucky looked like ass. They just like <laughs> left him for a week without anything. You get back, he's right. like frail, just barely clinging on to life. It felt like there are any other characters. So they get yeah. um, Darnell Valentine back. To... <laughs> I'll, I'll just call Darnell. He's our only friend. He he's at he's at Andrews Air Force Base. Is that, is that where he is? I forget. Uh, yeah, that's it's fucking enough. They're all, they're all named the same. So Willie announces that they're not going on vacation, and Brian asks if he lost all the family's money, <laughs> and Alf accuses Willie of playing the ponies. Uh, which yeah. I thought so was how does funny. he know what what that is? But he doesn't know how to make a peanut butter sandwich. Again, I, I like. I don't think this is. I, I think he can. I think he's. this is just part of his, uh, like, Borat act, you know? Like, he's, like, just fucking with them. <laughs> he's a method actor. Yeah. Come like, from another planet to fuck with this family. How do, uh, how do I make peanut butter? What? That's it. Oh, so, okay, yeah, <laughs> really good there's, Borat. like, hidden cameras following this family around. Yeah, it's been too long his since. His planet's uh, not really destroyed. Right. How do you how do, you do a Borat? This is back for uh, back for his whole planet. This, this is going to bother me because, like, Anybody can do a Borat imitation. I just fell flat on my my face here. How do how do you do a Borat? Like, very nice, very nice. I like. Is that good? Yeah, you just kind of say that over again, uh, and people clap. God. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, I seen that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that uh, he can make a peanut butter sandwich, but he's just like, it's like doesn't matter to him that they don't like that he's not able to make the sandwich and is getting hair in it and burning down the house and stuff. Yeah. Another funny line I thought was uh, Alf referred to himself as canal water, which is like... What's wrong with canal water? It's pretty gross. Is it? Have you ever been like, to like, Are you Venice? talking about like old-timey it's, uh, like Parisian canal water or like Great Lakes, you know, super super tanker canal water? Well, I think maybe... I, I don't have any association with canals being like great lake super canals like i mean i I think canals are sort of have a reputation for being sort of like standing water in a in a trench you know okay and like breeding mosquitoes and stuff maybe maybe in like canada canals are like one of the 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 one we worship them they're they're (laughs) they're on one of our flags so let's so this line was probably edited out of the canadian broadcast to not offend anybody like Hey, what do you what do you got against the canals there, eh? Mm-hmm. Right? Why is he why is he talking about canals? How's that? It was a Canadian imitation. It's pretty good. Thanks. You had me fooled. 
What's he got? What's he got going against the canals there? Was that more like Fargo? I think that's some of uh, you know Paul's viewpoints, just you know bleeding through Alf into the real world. He doesn't, you know, that's not Alf saying that. Yeah, this is it's like a, Alf is his like his mouthpiece for his hatred. Yeah. But it, no, it wasn't Paul. It was Alf that said it. So, yeah. you know, just don't take it seriously. Alf also uh, kept saying, said twice in the scene, that I, I bite wind. Do you know what that means? Nope. Is it like breaking it's wind? Before my time. I feel like it wasn't an expression then either, though. You know, it's like it wasn't that long ago. It was like, <laughs> Alf said something that doesn't really mean anything. He's so funny. You know how, like, sometimes there's, like, expressions that are only said in, like, one town. It's probably, like, that kind of thing. Like, Paul Fusco thought everybody would know it, but it's just, like, something his aunt used to say, and she was, like... Yeah, like steamed hams. That's an Albany expression. (laughs) Yeah, it was exactly like steamed hams. (laughs) The Aurora Borealis. So, so So they decided to go camping because they can... Brian... Brian's like, we can go, we can bring Alpha into the woods. And then Willie's like, out of the mouths of babes. He's just totally blown away by this idea. Yeah. Um, Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Camping. So they go camping. I love their version of camping too. I was not expecting this like extravagant, gigantic, like honest, huge motorhome. Like, where did they get this? Did they yeah. rent it? It looks they really expensive. It. What does Willie do for a living? Is this like the the heyday or the uh, the golden days of of RVing in the United States? Like everybody had to have one. Probably. I don't know. I didn't have an RV. <laughs> Can we? My family couldn't afford that shit. Come on. Who are you talking to? Daddy Warbucks. I didn't have no RV. Yeah, neither did I. What a kill! We just for you know RV. slept in a tent, <laughs> like normal people do when they camp. I think they did the RV. They were glamping. <laughs> uh, oh no, it's raining out, but we don't. It's like just like it was raining at home. Yeah, <laughs> it was identical to if Kim and Kanye went camping. It'd be very similar. Yeah, but except for it would they, be they like they could see like a campfire out their window. <laughs> that would be that'd be considered. But and like replace so it's Kim and Kanye go out. And I think what is like the baby elf in this, and they send the baby away. Yeah, North, Northwest. They don't, want, they don't want none of that baby. They just send it out into the woods. Yeah, because like I don't know any other people to put into this fake story. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Bruce Jenner, he's elf in this because he's he's related to the, to that family t- tangentially. Yeah. So um, they decide to go camping, and Kate immediately starts making a list, and she's like. Pork and beans. <laughs> That's at the top of everybody's That's priority. camping list. Right, the very first thing is full a full spiral ham, some stuffing, <laughs> a uh, turkey tray, a snow yeah. cone machine, <laughs> a uh, a lava lamp. We'll pack yeah. a um, a coat rack, popcorn popper because you don't want to yeah. do it over like over the fire. It's vulgar. No, that's just, that's uncivilized. Yeah. What is, like, the least convenient thing to bring camping that would provide the least utility, like, in the wild? Like a, like an auger? Wait, what is an auger? 
<laughs> giant drill. <laughs> is it like a? Um, is it mounted? Yeah, it's like a two, a two man giant drill. Couldn't you dig like a latrine with that? You could, but I mean, then you'd have to bring you know your your generator as well. Right. Still. And plus, it's I mean, like if it's big enough, you could probably take it apart and like build a robot out of it. Yeah. And that robot could serve you in the wild. Well, of course. I mean, that just goes without saying. Yeah. So we cut to the next scene. They they're driving their camper through the the the, the, the Hollywood Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the quintessential like California scenery with like the rocks and the shrubs. It doesn't look like, you know, like the deep woods where you might go camping. Like, like just yeah, pull it's over. just like any town USA. Highway. It's like it's like Tarzana, California, or something. <laughs> Oxnard. Uh, <laughs> uh, they said they're singing a. Uh, 99 bottles of beer at the wall on the wall but apparently they were actually doing a thousand bottles of beer because yeah. they get to the end and now it's like one more time thousand bottles of beer on the wall and apparently kate is the only one that doesn't like this song because she looks well, like she doesn't know the words she doesn't hate it she just doesn't know the words that's right i thought she might have been being sarcastic there oh like well uh, see she was having one of those bipolar days so i didn't it didn't I, quite come across. As I thought like we classic. decided that she was up for this episode. <laughs> you can't be 100% of the time. I guess maybe they shot it over like, the course the of several. The vast majority of the episode, yeah. It was good, like 98%. Yeah. Just that one scene was the, it poked through a little bit. Yeah, and not, not much being the most negative. Not much else happened. That was happened. the low point of this episode. She did seem extra grumpy in the, in the, in the scene on the road. The funny thing is that, like, she <laughs> knows, like, Brian and her were like sharing a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. I think the only reason for that was like everybody was lined up in the front just to create like a, a barrier for Alf to, to hide behind. So it was like this Yeah, weird, there's no like, coffee wall. table available. Yeah. It was like this weird wall of tanners like in the in the <laughs> in the in the bucket seats or the sorry, what's the uh, what's the the opposite of bucket seats? Uh cathedral seats? Yeah. <laughs> So, Pews. so like as a result, Brian's like in. They've got this huge camper, but Brian for some reason is like in Kate's lap and sharing a seatbelt with her, which is probably pretty unsafe. It's nineteen um, eighties. That's that's the norm. The yeah. fact that they were wearing seatbelts is hugely progressive. Yeah, yeah. Cars were weird um, in the eighties and right up until recently, because like they they came like built in with all this like smoking paraphernalia. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's really weird to think about by today's standards. Because, like, yep, you got to have, like, six different gadgets to light your cigarettes with in the car yeah. and, and th- th- lots of different cups to so, dip your tr- your ash in. So the planes I fly are built in, like, the 70s or something, but I always find it really funny because there's oxygen masks in the front. <laughs> now, it's not just, you know, the idea of smoking in a, like, pressurized vessel at, you know, several thousands of feet up in the air is probably not a good idea, but they were kind enough to note in very large writing that you shouldn't smoke while using the oxygen masks. <laughs> why, why not just dra- take a drag and like, <laughs> and then put the oxygen mask back on. Like you can't not yeah. be smoking for like, it's a stressful a, situation. I mean, you know, you lose oxygen, you almost die. That's you when you most smoke. need a, a ciggy. Yeah. Come on. That's flavor country 
primetime USA right there, or Canada and if you prefer. At altitude, it's probably twice as delicious. You get like so buzzed off those planes. It's the mile high drag club. club. Yeah, really robust, um, rich tobacco flavor too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're very saturated. Uh, my brother uh, Andrew, one time he—I don't know if he'll mind if I tell this story—but when he was a kid, apparently he he like took one of the those lighters that they have in the car where you can push it in. Yeah. And, yeah, um, the like hot iron circle. Yeah, and you you take it out and it glows. And he like he did that and he took it out and he thought like it looked like like a lollipop or something. So he like stuck it against his tongue. <laughs> And he, like apparently his tongue like immediately went numb, and then he put it back and didn't tell anybody until years later. And they pull it out. What's this strange substance on the lighter? It's flesh, like yeah. singed boy flesh. Yeah. But it's like the world was like this dangerous place for kids. But it's like it doesn't matter. We gotta smoke, man. Come on. How well, at least smoke? he didn't touch anywhere else. I mean, from what I understand, the tongue's one of the fastest healing parts of your body. Yeah, it's true. So it's not like, you know, it's going to last long. He's going to be uncomfortable for a few days. Yeah, it's like not that much worse than having like a really hot chicken pot pie. Yeah. That's like a really intense burn from, a, if like, right. from an extra hot pot If pot a pie. pot pie overheated is like a 10, the cigarette lighter is like a 7. Yeah. And like the cigarette li- lighter doesn't even have delicious gravy sauces flowing. From I mean, every... it, it does, it glows a pink who wouldn't want to put that in their mouth yeah so yeah so basically it was not a child-friendly world and and they were risking brian's life so that they could create an obstruction for their pup the puppeteer that's that's crouching behind them so very clever solution by the uh by the producers it was clearly thought of by people that are always trying to think of ways to (laughs) create some kind of visual obstruction and barrier um well you imagine your life as a puppeteer you just go around thinking you know what could you hide behind (laughs) particularly if it's (laughs) like such an elaborate puppet that has like you know i think alf has like three operators you just see the world as a series of uh, of obstacles to hide behind (laughs) to deliver your puppet performance well it's sort of like uh night boat um, how the world is just a, a series of like fjords and inlets <laughs> to uh, to race up. Just call it, just bring <laughs> yeah, it back. They have to, they have to find a, a path of uh, concealing furniture to, to navigate through everyday life. Yeah. So that they don't blow their puppeteering cover. But it's it's good that it's set mostly in a living room because they've got that big couch there that Alf seems to like to just stand behind for some yeah, reason. And everybody's like, always facing one way. They won't like <laughs> face the opposite wall. There's the one wall. No, we don't face that wall. Yeah. Don't don't even try it. No, that that's that that wall is covered in like KKK memorabilia and like porno. We don't talk porn. about that wall. So we cut to uh the the tanners are um hunkered down and they're camper and it's raining they're all very bored um this scene is like really boring like they talk about playing games and willie chinese checkers yeah chinese checkers will apparently alf ate all the vowels out of scrabble yeah willie wants to make the best of it relief there and oh and kate wants to play shoots and ladders but there's really no there's no nothing funny in this scene at all there's no even for like alf standards there's no there's it's really a just a filler scene but then like uh willie wants to you know light a fire 
and what Alf makes is cracks like but Willie's gonna have to bob for firewood yeah because um, it's raining right yeah and it's like like really wet out and this just pisses Willie off so hardcore and he tells that Alf he's not gonna get to eat with them and he has to leave and Alf like gets like sort of uncharacteristically defensive couldn't like, they just like stick him outside and like leash him to the side of the RV? They just like tethered him just far enough that he can't reach the door. There was a throwaway line earlier in the episode where they they contemplated chaining him in the backyard when they all went to San Diego. <laughs> but it sounds like, but I mean, if you think about <laughs> <Lucky>. it, <laughs> like of course they think that because they see see him as an animal. But it's like you wouldn't do that to another human being unless you were like literally a, like a monster, or like a slave owner or something, you know like chaining somebody up but since like he looks a little different it's fine so alf pieces out heads out into the woods you know then we cut to kate and willie playing shoots and ladders which was sort of hinted at earlier it was like Chekhov's gun like kate mentioned shoots and ladders and then there's the next scene there they are playing shoots and ladders yeah i mean you can't show shoots and ladders earlier in the uh the show without bringing it back later yeah you don't want to give me blue balls here i need to yeah. i need to see that pay off so uh the whole tanner clan including kate surprisingly are like well, you were pretty hard on alf you know i wouldn't have ever sent alf away says kate like she was the one that was like wanting to euthanize him immediately <laughs> uh how <laughs> convenient of her to play that card yeah. Still, I think she, I don't know what, there's something, like, she's looking pretty good in this episode, like, like kind of, I don't know, something, something's working there. This, yeah. Uh, I had to knock her down a little bit so they could build her up again. Yeah. Well, later we're, neg- we're negging her a little bit. We're negging Kate. Yeah. So Willie d- agrees to go search for Alf, and they have this weird, like, long emotional goodbye, which is kind of tongue-in-cheek, which I thought was sort of funny. It seemed like it might have even been like ad libbed. I don't know. There was like, he was like hugging the family and ever kissing everybody. And we, only got, we only got twenty minutes of material here, guys. We gotta come up with something. Yeah, it seemed like they were actually having like a little bit of fun on the set, which I think was rare. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a good experience. I forgot to tell you last time. Actually, I. I wrote down some some where are they now stuff, and I never got to Lynn, but Lynn is actually a yoga instructor in California. Okay. I, so the point there is I, I feel like we could probably get her on the show. Yeah. Like maybe I'll, like, send her $200 or something. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to figure, like, how much are you paying for a yoga lesson, you know? Like, not probably not even that much. So it's like... It is California, though, so you gotta you got to give that little... So she'll, you know, that inflation, California yeah, it's true. inflation. But she'll like, like at the same time, you'll like, she'll, she'll like tell you not to vaccinate your children or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the downside. Um, but yeah, I, I thought maybe we could get her. Um, I got to like, hopefully we'll get like enough of an audience where I can set up like a Patreon and like I could set goals for people, like send money to try to bribe certain people to come on the show yeah. that just definitely wouldn't come on unless there was some significant re- remuneration. Well, you, I think talking about their fond memories of Alf would be enough payoff. But yeah, but I mean, just... like, yeah, I mean, I feel like she's probably been doing it for years, so it's sort of like she probably goes into, like, a trance, like, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was fun, puppets, 
<laughs> She's just like looking around cautiously, <laughs> hoping Paul's not around the corner. Paul's like sharpening his blade. What's that grinding sound? <laughs> oh, don't don't pay attention to that. Got like a couple of uh, Alf pogs twiddling out right down his uh, his his fingers like a coin, yeah, you know? spinning them around all menacingly, mm -hmm. flipping them like Two Face. It's gonna be Alf or Willie. Yeah. So Alf stumbles upon a cabin. We get like a sad, um, sort of a down downbeat refrain of a theme song setting the tone yeah and alf sneaks into this cabin and we see a little person alf and he's like this it's particularly scary looking he's like really hunched over he looks sort of like like a monster like about to like pounce on something mm -hmm. but then in the very next scene he's back to normal um did you think that this version of little person alf was particularly terrifying or do you think i'm just being a baby uh, I think all versions are, are particularly terrifying. So, again, nothing against <laughs> the little person that took the role. No, it's just like a perfectly fine acting gig. It's just sort of like that we can't help that they put you in this horrific costume. It really takes you out of the world of Alf when yeah. you see him running around. Yeah, and it's like they they have like techniques now to do it. This is like like I was watching the um, the new Muppet Show, which is pretty good. Yeah, and there's. I, the episode was like Fozzie was trying to like jump for a bear bag <laughs> <laughs> and it really looks like you know it really looks real but they they yeah. couldn't they couldn't do that at the time the uh, technology wasn't there yet the puppeteering no there's a lot of like green bodysuits and ping pong balls and like green screen post processing effects going into that that simple act of a puppet jumping they only have one of those scenes in episode. They, they they're kind of like the the action scene. <laughs> they blow out the budget. It's yeah, just like the, the third person Alf scene. <laughs> yeah, like instead of a car chase, it's like a puppet. <laughs> Alf reaches for the window. Yeah, puppet doing something unremarkable, but not behind a couch, certainly. Yeah, people are gonna see that and know we're serious about this show. Yeah. So this is where the hunters enter, uh, Mickey Jones and Sam Whipple. I don't know. I don't think their characters were named. No, there were no names uh, given to those guys. Yeah, they were just like... They were playing themselves. Redneck 1 and Hillbilly 2. Sons of the soil. Yeah, and so the... Uh, may maybe we'll figure out what happened to Sam Whipple someday, but um, he is deceased. Uh, maybe probably, probably a hunting accident. What do you think? Uh, it could be he mistook uh, a bear for an aardvark because I mean, or an anteater. Yeah, they thought it was one of those expensive dogs that Cher has. Um, so they find the expensive dog Alf in their home that belongs to Cher, and they also think he might be Australian. And one of the, the funny things that the hunters keep doing is referring to non-existent books. They're like, look it up, and then they cut to like a bookshelf that's completely empty. towards the wall, <laughs> the empty shelf. I thought it was pretty highbrow. Did the, were there even any laughs for that? Like, I don't remember if the laugh track went off there because that was actually a pretty good gag. Yeah, it was a good gag. But I don't remember any laughs. I thought I don't think there were laughs. I think that there was some like Twin Peaks music that started playing though. It's like, and they're like yeah, they start the, walking uh, backwards. The transition scene there. Mm -hmm. 
then the, the big Mickey Jones hire is like, I'm going to take him outside and butcher him. Which is like, yeah, it's a delif- delicious anteater meat, right? Yeah. Which is like, this is just me because like, this is totally normal life for like anybody who's like a hunter or anything like that. But like, just like finding an animal and that's just like your first impulse. It's like, take it apart, you know? With the chainsaw, of yeah, course. with That's the chainsaw, the, uh, the tool of choice for the the hunter gatherer. Yeah, it was very Scarface because <laughs> there's that scene in Scarface. So it was like a chainsaw. So I think it's probably the most famous chainsaw movie. That's <laughs> the most famous one I can think of. When I think of chainsaws, I think of Scarface. Yeah, not something you know, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. No, there's that famous scene of him like. Let me introduce you to my little friend. He revs up the chainsaw. <laughs> uh, so Alf's like negotiating with these these rubes. He talks to the one of them briefly. Honestly, the, there's like no payoff for this scene. Yeah, than... that was a that was a bit of a a disappointing outcome. Like I he talked to the one guy. To mess with his head, yeah, and nothing came. And, of you it. know, kind of like the other guy's gonna be like, but he was talking. I tells you, he's sort of like the uh, the Michigan J Frog. Yeah, he, he didn't off. even do that. He's like, I think he might have talked at some point. Not a big deal. Yeah, they didn't they didn't uh, build on that. I think there was probably a bit of an uh, argument in the writers' room. Yeah, and there he, was a maybe a he was a uh, compromise. Maybe he was robo tripping. Like, yeah, that's when you take a lot of Robotus and get really, really wasted. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's, on, that's on the side effects. It was easier to get Robotus too, in the 80s. It was just, like, on every street corner. They haven't cracked down on that yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Willie shows up. He's like, this is my dog. I'll give you 50 bucks. They're like... 50 bucks each like all right and then they basically threaten to like cut willie's head off with the chainsaw and he immediately acquiesces because he's like a huge coward yeah so just to give you an idea how much willie's in the hole for this a hundred dollars in 1986 is worth 214 dollars today that's u.s dollars that's crazy canadian dollars that's a number i can't even comprehend i actually thought about doing the conversion and was too lazy, so I'm glad that you did it. But yeah, yeah. he seemed the like astonished. Like these days, I'll blow like a hundo on like you know some like micro machines or something stupid, you know, and it'll be like no like problem. Like a good video game costs a hundred dollars. Yeah, like I'm like Uncle Moneybag, so I'll just like what, what's like what's a stupid thing you could buy with a hundred dollars? Like a like a like a plant. <laughs> a fern <laughs> like a really you exotic fern i would expect your, to spe- spend dollars spritz bottle yeah at least a hundred dollars on a really good fern but two if you get up to over 200 bucks I, that gives me pause you know even Is even on, worth that much i would yeah. have left them for dead even on like a one of my crazy vegas weekends where i'm just blowing through like my entire savings you know 200 fe- feels like a lot of money you know yeah. I wonder how Alpha do in Vegas. Like I'm sure. Does he have a keen gambling sense coming from another planet? I think that um, 
you know, I mean, it, it depends on whether or not our theory about him being smart is correct. Because, like, you would think he would be able to, like, count cards and stuff and, like, do a lot of math. You know, like, yeah. in, like, shows. He was smart like, enough to not talk with the obvious, like, head of the two hunters. Yeah, like, he knew his life was in danger there. He wasn't being, like, a smart ass there because, like, there were actual stakes. You know, he knows the Tanners aren't going to kill him. <laughs> not yet. But you know how, like, in, in like, TV shows, like, that show, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials, like, Scorpion or, like, that movie Limitless where, like, it's, like, there's, like, a really smart character, and but it's, like, the version of a genius that, like, a not-smart person writes is basically just has superpowers because <laughs> they, like... Like, oh, smart people are, like, good at math, so they, like, can do, like, calculations and then, like, jump, you know. do that in their head? I had to Google that shit. Yeah. But it, that's, that's like, the, 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 like, stupid version, stupid person version of what it means to be smart is, like, doing, like, trigonometry and being able to, like, you know, throw a baseball really well or something. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Make, like, make, make a bank shot with the basketball. But that, that's what I think Alf is like. He could, you know, he could probably just count cards and. He's you know, the every man's shit. genius. Yeah. Hey, man! Like we're almost done. Um, they so no. Willie buys back Alf. There's that crazy scene where he's like dragging Alf through the woods on his leg. They have a touching. Yeah, exchange. we get the horrifying third person reality again of of you know Alf. He can't hide behind a coffee table. Yeah. Not even like a log. Well, that one was Willie weird, Stein. too, because that I don't even think that was a costume. I think that was just, like, a prop. Yeah. I think they that was, like, They uh, stuffed his body full of, I don't know, like potato chip bags. and Yeah. And it looked like like Willie was really hurting. Like, that was probably, like, they shot that scene 30 times. <laughs> and he was just exhausted and had, like, sprained his ankle. They're just and, fucking like, with him that day. Yeah. So I kind of... Uh, the So that scene... They get into an argument about directions, which is like really just like out of nowhere and dumb. And then that scene went on forever. Yeah, it was like nothing. There was no payoff to we that. Should scene go that either. way. No, we're going this way. Yeah, it was, it I was, think we should go that way. It was poorly. No, I think we should go this way. And then we did that about probably seven more times. It was like yeah, it was like it was like a showcase for that prop, that elf puppet they built that was specifically tailored to Willie's leg contours. It probably yeah. cost $25,000 $25, to build that stupid thing. Yeah, it's like they come up with these situations. Uh, they want to show... We need to show Alf his full body with ta- with Willie dragging him around and then coming up with a situation to, to shoehorn that into somehow. Yeah. So um, that scene ends uh, mercifully and... It cuts to Alf showing like a slideshow. <laughs> Fortunately, the episode has to end at some point. Yeah, so. and it was a quickie. I mean, like, really, this is the this is the fifth scene by my count, and this is the last. It's not even really a scene. It's sort of like the 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 sort of the petering out of the episode. But Alf is showing a slideshow of this rainy weekend that will you know live on in legend Tanner legend for years to come. Yeah. Um, and Kate claims that they've already seen this slideshow dozens of times, which is strange because didn't they just get back from this vacation? I mean, you got to have room for a, a dark room in that trailer. 
yeah. or the uh, RV, right? Well, I mean, every RV has a dark room. But we already we also learn anecdotally that Alf burnt the RV to the ground, and they <laughs> had to go home. The slides. <laughs> they had to go home on the bus with Alf in the duffel bag, and when they got home, apparently. They chained Alf to a tree and went to San Diego. You're overthinking this. No, this this. <laughs> I think you you might have turned the episode off too soon because this was all canon. This happened. This is. When, I do. I don't remember this at all. I I, speci- I do remember watching the credits because there was a whole bunch of stuff in the credits that had nothing to do with the episode. Yeah, the credits were just like the like general purpose credits here. Let me uh let me I can prove it to you. Okay. Here's the motorhome going up in flames. Here we are coming home by bus. That's me in the duffel bag. Here I am being chained to a tree before the family took off for San Diego. No hard feelings. Time for you to eat a little humble pie. I think I checked out by that point. I, I was just like looking at the clock. It's like, yeah, this is about 22 minutes. Since that the show yeah, no, it was, it was pretty rough. But I mean, it's like, it's crazy that basically all the most interesting things, things that happened in the episode happened apparently after it was already over. Yeah. Uh, and if they actually chained off to a tree for like the time it took them to go to San Diego, that seems like a, an egregious, um, I want to say human rights violation. Um, <laughs> Fortunately, he's not a human. I know technically he's not a human, but I mean, come on. He's like, how do we define he's humanity? He's a humanoid. He's a, a sentient rights? being. Anyway, so that's it. It's done. I'm looking at this episode list here, and I see there's some very special two-parters. Yeah, the like, two-parters. Like the Who uh, Shot Mr. Burns of Alf. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned that on the, in the first episode. There are um, one, two, three. I see four two-part episodes. Wow. Yeah, I, that I, must have been like the mid-season break where they needed to draw people back for the next part. Yeah, well, it actually has the dubious distinction of being a series that ended on the first part of a two-parter. Interesting. The finale was a first a un- incomplete episode, and that's what the the movie was. It was a uh, sort of a conclusion to that finale, but apparently, you know, none of the original cast was in it, so it's like. You can't really take it all that seriously. It's like, like we never ever are gonna get any real resolution of like what yeah, happened. Yeah, really, now that you, you mentioned know. that, I remember that about the movie. I felt really weird watching it because I'm like, where is everybody else? It was just Alf and like, yeah. All I remember from it is him being chased by the military. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I never saw it, but it didn't, I think I saw five minutes of it and it didn't look very good. But like, how, yeah. why, how, how, how hard was it to get these guys? They didn't do anything else. Were they just that like? burned by the experience they wouldn't go like take an easy paycheck at this stupid elf movie i mean i know by this point the world will never know i think benji gregory joined like the navy or something (laughs) (laughs) he needed to he needed to do something uh you know more impactful with his life after looking back and realizing the last three years spent talking to a puppet yeah, he's uh, joined the United States Navy in late 2003. Sounds like he was like deeply impacted by 9-11. <laughs> like, oh, somebody's got to do something. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people. Uh, the enrollments went up after that 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like 2003, that was like the build up to the Iraq war. So that's even like, uh, like I can see joining the, the army like right after 9-11, but waiting until we're heading into Iraq, like that, that seems like a bad move. I don't know. <laughs> Looks like he was discharged from the Navy in 2005 for medical reasons. I wonder what Alf was doing that whole time. Like, was he behind the scenes helping out or yeah. kind of laying low while all this was going like on? He was, like, in the war. <laughs> Alf like, just got caught up in the Iraq war. I don't know how it happened. You're looking at photos of, like, Saddam's palace. He was, that like... Fuzzy thing in the background. He was good friends with, like, one of Saddam's body doubles. <laughs> they, they smoked cigars together. He was, like, really really good friends with Uday and Kusei Hussein, the yeah. um, the evil sons of Saddam. Okay, uh, so any closing closing thoughts? I don't know. That was a, kind of an underwhelming episode, I must say. Yeah. Compared it, to the other ALF episodes I've seen so far. It was, it really had the feel of one of those, like, what, filler episodes. Like, oh, this is the one where they went camping. Oh, yeah. I remember there was an episode of The Simpsons like that too, like in the early seasons, like yeah, where they just went out of the woods, and that's the episode. Not much happened. I think every series has to go through a camping episode yeah. at some point. It's like a rite of passage. Didn't didn't Homer end up like somehow turning into Bigfoot or something? Yeah, there were a couple. There was like now we're turning into The Simpsons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He gets lost, and then there was the other episode with the junior camper thing. Yeah, that's right. That one also was also taking place in the woods. That one was much stronger. That yeah, had, that was, that was, was a later season once it. they kind of gotten the gotten into their stride. Yeah, later season is in like season like four of thirty. Yeah, like four <laughs> plus, which Alpha unfortunately never reached, so yeah. they never did hit their stride. Oh, I, I don't know. Season twenty-two of The Simpsons isn't that good, so. Uh... Maybe, yeah, maybe well, you can only stride for so long. Yeah. Then it becomes like a limp. Yeah, but the uh, you know the first Woods episode not great. Second one, pretty great. Pretty, 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 great. pretty, pretty great. All right. So um, the next episode, which is actually the second episode, which we should <laughs> have done this time, is called "Strangers in the Night." And I don't know anything about it other than that I can see um, Mr. Ockmonic in a wife beater. In the little, so we were the, the return of the Ockmonics. Yeah, the Ockmonics are back, baby. All right. Get ready. Well, Get maybe ready we'll for see it. a little more continuity. And Let me, you know what, just to bring us out, I'll, I'll read the, the, you know, like just to titillate you a little bit, I'll, I'll read you the uh, the, the synopsis. synopsis. Everybody but Brian and Alf are leaving the house for the evening, and Kate doesn't want Alf to babysit Brian, so Willie calls their ever-snooping Mrs. Akmonic from the neighborhood. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it says, Bri so Willie calls their ever-snooping Mrs. Akmonic from the neighbor. Alf is told to stay in the bedroom, but when Mrs. Akmonic starts to watch Psycho, which Alf wants to see, he can't resist sneaking out of the bedroom. Mrs. Akmonic is in for some unusual experiences is he gonna seduce well her? this episode writes itself so yeah. i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be like a scene where like mrs akmonic is in the shower <laughs> like alf like 
comes up to her with, I don't know, what, what is, what is like an elf thing? Like a, like a cucumber? <laughs> yeah, a large baguette. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a scene where he's singing into cucumbers, like ba- very famously. Yeah. All right, well. Sorry, I got All right, well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, I think this has been great, and everybody watch Strangers in the Night, and we'll, we will reconvene and talk about some hot, steamy, hot elf action. Yeah. Give me the fire department or the police. Okay. What's the number for that again? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, five 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 eight five three one. All right. Uh, see, you, see you, Mike. <laughs>